1: Hello everybody, it is Wednesday, December the twenty-fourth, two thousand and fourteen, and you are listening to the Talking Comics Podcast. I am your host, Bobby Shortle, and I'm here with Steve Say. Hello. Mr. Bob Ryer. Do
2: I hear reindeer on the roof?
1: And uh, <laughs> on the line with Miss Stephanie Cook. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so, Merry Christmas Eve to those who celebrate and uh, merry day off from things if you live in if, if you probably live in America or any other countries. I mm-hmm. mean um, if you don't believe in it. So, uh Uh, We are, this is our first of our best of 2014 shows. If this is your first year listening to um, Talking Comics and you haven't listened to the previous best of shows, I'll let you know how it works. So, like I said a couple weeks ago, uh, obviously this is a passion project for all of us and we don't have an office or have meetings on on days (laughs) that we're not recording, so... uh, where where this would normally be, for a lot of websites, a place where a thing they do behind the scenes in, in meeting rooms, figuring out their best of lists, uh, we use the podcast as a opportunity to do that in front of everyone. I think it leads to some really good conversations. And it's also, um, you know, it's complete transparency, exactly how, yeah. we, how we figure everything out.
2: It's like C-SPAN for comics.
1: Yeah, so we have <laughs> we have um, 13 categories. Uh, we're going to be hitting four, uh, five on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh Four on the next show and four on the other uh, on the show after that. Um, we um, we each bring three to the table, um, three nominees for each one and one wild card, and we debate them down from there. Um, this this week's show will have best publisher, best web or digital comic, best cover, breakthrough artist, and breakthrough writer are, are our five categories today. Um, so. If you guys are listening, this is not kind of your normal show. And for the next couple weeks or, over the Christmas, uh, New Year's break, we'll be doing it. And then once all these shows are in the books, um, we will then come back on the week, uh, the week after and do our award show. Uh, and that's where we actually pick the winners uh, live for you guys. And throughout this process as well, though, each of these posts you'll see, there'll be polls on each one of them mm. that, say, that let you guys vote on the categories as well. So when we announce the winners, not only will we be doing our winners, but we'll be doing your winners. As well. Um, so, yeah, we're here. We, we're we batting down the hatches. We've got coffee because um, we're recording on a Sunday, which is yeah. a, a Talking Comics, I think, maybe not a first, but close to a first. Mm-hmm. I think we might have recorded on Sunday maybe once before. <laughs> Certainly it's the earliest we've recorded. Day. It yes. is. Day, and Stephanie is going to be recording Misfits after this. I mean, we're all, it's all manner of time travel happening wow. right now. Um, I'm basically recording for like 12 hours. Yes, she is. Um, and then we're actually. You guys you guys will already heard this by now, but we're recording a show with Joshua Williamson, um which what? will be on, will be on Tuesday. So <laughs> And he was
2: great. he? Yeah, he, he
1: was had... amazing. Um such, such a, a nice guy. Such a yeah. nice guy. Really big year for him. Um maybe he'll be nominated for something, who knows. Maybe uh, it's going to be
3: awkward if he turns out to be a
1: dick. Yes.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, and we also uh uh you know, I don't They probably aren't up yet, but if they are, we'll have more coming out as well. It's a weird thing to talk about, but we're going to be having top five lists from creators uh, as well, Mm -hmm. so you'll be seeing those pop up uh, on the website as well. Uh, As long as we'll also all be doing personal top ten lists and such as well.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, By the way, I haven't had nearly enough coffee. I miscounted the categories. It's fourteen. We added one this year. Oh,
1: that's right. We separated. We split split one of them. It's okay. We'll do five, five, and four. Yeah. Um, and and so yeah. So and uh, the important thing people remember about about this particular picking of categories. You're probably gonna see you're probably gonna notice that probably some books that we've talked about multiple times on the show very highly will not end up nominated or even on some of these lists. Oh, it's so hard. Um it's a very hard process. We we whittled it down to having to bring three to the table, because the first year we did this, we brought five, and it took a long, long time and led to some very uncomfortable conversations. Yeah, we were
2: not speaking to each <laughs> other by the end.
1: J.H. Williams III almost <laughs> ended our um our podcast, as, as we know it. Um so so it's important that these are not just You know, Steve's favorite or my favorite or Bob's favorite or Stephanie's favorite, it's collectively the site's favorite. So it's picking a top five from, you know, potentially 20, you know, top. So yeah. those personal top ten lists, which you'll see, are really the place where you're going to get to see some of those books that we talk about a lot that are just maybe not in our top three or top four, but it might be number five to number ten. Mm-hmm. You know? Th- three is not a lot. Three is not a yeah. lot of books, and sometimes books are separated by a, rage, a razor-thin margin of, oh, yeah. of things.
2: So you try to find a way maybe that creator gets mentioned down the road, so exactly. you can talk about yes. the book yeah. and find right. a sidebar yes. argument. Yeah. Um,
1: and uh, always, we, we we welcome, there's a thread in the forum where you guys can you know p- add your own feedback mm-hmm. to what you think is the best and we please welcome you guys email us podcast com. tweet us at talking comics um facebook.com slash talking comics or go to those forums and let us know what you guys are thinking what you guys love what we're not talking about maybe in the next year what we should be reading to make sure that we don't omit those things from the mm-hmm. list in the in the next year um but i'm pretty i'm pretty certain that if you look at the this show Our contributors' top ten lists, our top ten lists, are the creators' top ten lists. You're probably going to be pretty well, um, a pretty good swath of the yeah. We've got a a
0: really well rounded, yeah, absolutely.
1: But all that politeness now behind us. (laughs) (laughs) I never put
3: politeness behind me because I'm Canadian. It's sometimes you're not (laughs) polite.
1: Let's be honest, (laughs) Stephanie.
3: I don't know what you're talking about, Bob. You might apologise
1: for it right after, but Brown. <laughs> <one fight. laughs> you're a son of a bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> um so Bob, would you be the one to write down the nominees as we go here? He's pencil. got he's ready to go. Bob, our um
2: Clipboard and Mechanical Pencil.
3: He's our stenographer. He's our stenographer,
2: yeah, yeah. Has well, Wonder Woman was the secretary for the Justice Society, <laughs> that's what I'm reduced to here.
1: <laughs> he's, uh, he's taking the talking comics minutes. All right. So, let's start with Best Publisher. Okay. All right. So, Stephanie, give us your, your, your three. To bring the table.
3: All right. Uh, it should come as surprise to nobody that image is on my list. Um, Boom has been putting out a ton of amazing stuff this year, like mm. super high-quality uh, horror stuff and Lumberjanes, uh, The Woods. So, they're on my list. And I'm rounding it out with Marvel. Oh, okay.
1: Mm. All right. An upset. An upset. An <laughs> upset.
0: Um, Steve, go ahead. Uh, I also have Image on my list. I also have Boom and Archaea on my list. And I also have Marvel Comics on my list. All right. So
1: far, so
2: good. Wow. Bob. Okay. I'll start with IDW. Okay. Uh, just to be a little different. I <laughs> love the artist editions, though I can't afford them. Uh, mm-hmm. The license stuff has been really well done. All the Star Trek things and... So I definitely want to have them in the conversation, though it seems like they're not going to make it past <laughs> that. I would also say Image and Marvel.
1: Okay. Um, well, I'm saying Image. Okay. So we can we can lock in Image as yes. uh, as, a, as a as a definite.
3: Wow, this is so shocking. <laughs> so yeah. different
1: from the last two years. Yeah, yeah. I'm also going to say Boom archaea. All right. Which I, I think has been uniformly excellent. And we'll uh, when we get to, um, after we have the nominee set or we're close to it, we'll discuss a little bit of the, the ones that are making it so they get their due mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, I uh, I actually have DC and not, and not Marvel oh. uh, in, in my top three. Okay. It's uh,
3: like we swapped, Bobby.
1: I know, I know. Yeah. I've been very impressed. I just want to, you know, I, I, obviously Bob and I both have ones that only have one. So we're going to, yeah. I mean, but again, there's only three sets. So um, I, I'm pretty sure that Image and Boom are probably set, Boom has three, yep, right? And Marvel
2: has three okay, as well.
1: Okay, so those, those three are set then. Okay. So we have uh, four and five to, to figure out here. Um, so for me, I mean, DC for me, and again, okay, I guess we can do our, our, our wild cards as well if we brought, if we brought a fourth uh, wild card to the table. My wild yeah. card was Marvel, so it doesn't, that doesn't yeah, really yeah. even,
0: it's kind of moot. Uh, my wild card is DC. Okay. Yeah, mine too.
1: Okay, and do you have a, a wild card, Stephanie? Nope, I just had three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so I've been really impressed with DC. What what they've done, especially in, this, in the back half uh, of this year, I, yeah. I, I think that for one they put out the, the best event by of any of the big of any of the big companies. Another that that's saying too much, but I really love Forever Evil. I think it's really great. Mm-hmm. Well, I, think, I
3: also think, speaking of the events, they're the ones that disrupt things the least, too. Yes,
1: absolutely, absolutely. I think they do it right. I think they've always been known for that, but this year especially, mm-hmm. I think all of the tie-ins actually, unlike what happens a lot with Marvel. Um they actually made some of those books better. Like I think yep. Justice League and Justice League of America became better books in the wake of Forever Evil, which is very impressive. Some to of me. the villain
0: issues were really good too.
1: Yeah. And then what they did also is I think Justice League, their one of their flagship titles has really risen to be a very a top title at that company unlike what it's been in the past. And that's that's before we even get to the fact that I think that especially Mark Doyle and the Batman line have sort of reinvented mm-hmm. what it means to be a DC book. You know, uh, the all the whole Batman line has been kind of re re redone. Batgirl, Gotham Academy, Arkham Manor, Gotham by Midnight. These are books, and what, Catwoman is now you know coming back. Yeah, uh, all that stuff. I think they've really shaped things differently. Superman has gotten a lot better under under Jeff Johns. Um, uh, you know, I think that they put out some very good Vertigo titles this year as well. Coffin so, Hill. H- 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 Coffin mm-hmm. Hill. We we've seen a, we've seen a lot of stuff. Wolf Moon just came out. Yeah. Um, I think they've done a really good, really good job of taking their criticisms and responding to them, and reshaping themselves as a publisher to to get themselves back. So that and, is why DC was in my top three.
3: And not to mention, I mean, this was just announced as of when we are recording this podcast, mm. and I know these aren't out until the beginning of next year, but those movie cover variants have made me actually <laughs> want two by variant covers. <laughs> Did you guys see the Aquaman Free Willy cover? Yes. yes. I have never yeah. seen a more amazing cover <laughs> in the entirety <laughs> of my life. A cover to end all covers. <laughs> like, tied for favorite cover of all time with the Chip Zdarsky, Matt Fraction, Sex Criminals variant. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so, that's my, my campaign for DC. Yeah, I mean, i Sold! We'll... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: but can go ahead, Steve. No, no, I just, I agree, Um, and especially pointing out that towards the later end of this year that they've really stepped up um, parts of their universe, and they did, they delivered on Forever Evil, um, an event that promised to be something really great and was, Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't see how DC can't be on this list, Um, for for so many of the reasons that that you had said, Bobby, Mm. and uh, I could rattle off a whole bunch of titles, but, you know. Yeah, by waste time.
2: Well, I'll tell you, for me, they wouldn't have been on my list if it wasn't for the latter half of the year. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. I'm not thrilled with events that interrupt things, even though they didn't much. There were Mm -hmm. books of theirs that they completely interrupted. Months of covers that don't mean anything in terms of now the books underneath them do not connect. They're not the creative teams we saw all year long. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's now about the future. Because just as you're saying, Bobby, it seems as if the next few sets of covers months, not counting convergence and all the rest mm. of it, Darwin Cook month.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, classic art across. The, you could pick every cover for our covers of the week. Have we got
0: anti bullying week yet? Or is that? That's Marvel. That's, That's Marvel. Marvel. That's Marvel. Marvel.
2: That's Marvel, Marvel. Yeah. Uh, you're looking at that Bat universe. You're looking at some other changes happening. They have taken to heart what people were saying. And maybe that begins to filter in. So that needs to be addressed and recognized. Yeah. So DC definitely belongs on this list.
1: Not to mention also. Digitally, they've continued to yes be the most for, forward thinking of any of the big, the big either the big mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. You know, the, they put out consistently good series, um, some of which are you know just as good, if not better, than a lot of their regular monthly print. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, comics definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that the, as overall as a company, they have had their downs, but I feel like in the second half of the year, they they've really been big. So and sorry again,
3: speaking back to like Gotham Academy and Batgirl, um, we don't have a best editor editor category, but um Mark Doyle is really heading up uh big changes at d c and I think not only will you see big things being put forward from him to make the company even better, but I think uh, if he carries on with d c or whatever comic company he winds up with, you're gonna see him take things over like completely in the next decade
1: mm-hmm.
3: he's gonna be you know running the show <laughs>
1: <laughs> um so yeah, I think so. So we, so we have four locked in then. Right. Um, we have Image, Boom, DC, and Marvel. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the only other one that was brought up was Bob with IDW. So I mean, I don't have any major objections to IDW, you know, being uh, uh, the, the fifth company uh, yeah. on this list. I certainly don't. Um, no, I,
2: I mean, their their new stuff has been consistently good across the board. Where you, some of Dynamite's, for instance, hasn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you would like to. <sighs> I mean, I like to say good things about them, but some of their covers are miserable, and some of the books have been not not up to snuff anymore, and they've gotten very xenoscopy, which kind of annoys me. IDW's <laughs> historical work in terms of those newsprint, the newspaper strip reprints of Superman, Batman, yes. Wonder Woman, all the other Library of American Congress, uh, American comic stuff, yeah, and strikes think, me as something um, special.
3: I w- I would offer a monkey brain as an option, but I mean, they haven't put mm. out a ton this year, or at least they haven't really marketed. A ton this year, but IDW has been printing. Um, <laughs> Seventy, someone's at your Is door. That my
0: doorbell. Oh, good <laughs> lord, I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, um, for ID for IDW, I would also say the merger with Forty Four Flood has yielded yes? some really cool stuff mm-hmm. between uh memory collectors and uh, the Squitter coming out under that label and stuff like that. Um, both were severely entertaining with ridiculously high quality art and. You know, very cerebral writing and stuff like that, offering readers something different in uh in that label. I mean the only other one that I think we've brought up in the past to to consider. I mean, I know that there are others, I'm not trying to mm. but um was Dark Horse.
1: No, I know, yeah, Dark Horse is great. And, and that it's it is tough to, I think, discount them, obviously. They're, they're a great publisher who puts out a lot of of great books. Um for me, like I obviously I love the Hellboy universe and, mm. and so I, I I do have a soft spot for them. Uh, but for me, like looking at what I buy every every yeah. month. Um, hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Sorry. It's okay. Bob,
3: are these from you? What's that? American Merry. Yes. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Aw. Oh, thanks. Look it. It just in time for Christmas Eve. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you really cut it close there, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Darn that Amazon Canada.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Thank you. Yeah. I hope you enjoy it.
1: That was serendipitous that came right now. know <laughs> What's that at the door? <laughs> um, um, parcel.
0: He planned the whole thing. I did. <laughs> Bob got his cell phone just so he can keep in touch with the carrier. <laughs> <laughs> Not, uh,
2: ring the bell now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But I, I think that I, uh,
1: for me, like, other than the Hellboy stuff, when I look at what I buy, I don't see a lot of differentiation between Dark Horse and IDW as far as just in my gut, right. picking which one is the better yeah. publisher. And if Bob feels more strongly about IDW and obviously is the one who feels more strongly about it than than us feel about Dark Horse because we didn't even put it anywhere on our lists, I'd be more inclined to go with IDW because of that. Um, I do want to point out something, and this is ne- was never going to be nominated because they don't put out enough stuff and they're just like a graphic novel publisher but looking over the graphic novels that we're talking about today and and just some that we're not even talking about that i read that were great first second yeah. has done an amazing job this year if you look at in real life um that is it this one summer stephanie yeah mm-hmm. this one summer um rise of aurora west uh there, there's a few more too they had that a I'm, book uh, called the wrenchies the wrenchies a bunch of stuff yeah
3: and when we do our most anticipated of twenty fifteen, yeah. there's gonna be a ton from them too.
1: Yeah, they they've done a, a really great job. I was at Barnes and Noble the other day, you know, buying some books mm-hmm. to try to you know get caught up in and make mm-hmm. sure I was up on stuff. And the amount of books that I was looking at from the three of our the emails that we exchanged, yeah. Um, you know, it was it was five, six books that were first second books that were on there. Um just so just as a graphic novel publisher I want to yeah it's tough in this category because obviously we're talking about companies that put out huge volume every year and you don't want to say like it's most comics put mm-hmm, out yeah. makes you the best publisher, but the more comics you put out, the more chance you have to have more great comics, right? right? Uh, mm-hmm. They
0: were also the undertaking of Lily Chen.
1: Yes. That, that's yeah. the other thing I was looking at when I was looking, yeah. I saw that when I was looking. yeah, at the their books.
0: booth at this year's NYCC was insane. Mm. Like I could have spent all of my like allotted money at their booth and they had a constant rotation of artists and authors sitting and and talking with people and drawing, you know, free commissions and just, Mm. you know, being super, super friendly. Um, their staff there was amazing. They're fantastic. So I want
1: to just give them props because I Mm -hmm. think they deserve some props. Absolutely. Um, for, for what they, what they've done this year. Uh, uh, but I'm totally fine with IDW being number five, uh, Steve.
0: Yeah. I mean, if I, if I couldn't think to, to nominate someone else on my own and, and, Mm. I do, you know, agree with what was said around the table about IDW. I think they're a fine company. Uh Stephanie, what about
1: you?
3: I'm I'm okay with, with IDW. Like I was kind of saying before. Um they've taken up the Slack with not the Slack, but um they're publishing the physical versions of the monkey brain comics like Vandette. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, was Vandette? No, Dark Horse. Yeah, I think they're my, both my, doing my it. But they did yeah. like they did a bunch. Yeah. And um they also just published my friend's book, uh, Nelvana, uh, which mm. is the first super heroine uh she, I think she predates Wonder Woman, too, but uh, they she reprinted and um, uh, restored all of those, and IDW printed it out. Hmm. And so, you know, I'm a little bit biased. Yeah, thanks <laughs> for reminding
2: me that. I need to put that in my historical I, con, con, little category there.
3: I have it on good authority that it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if we can trust you on this one. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, she is Canadian, but... <laughs> You know, I think you can maybe give her a pass.
1: Um, Yeah, so I'm fine with. uh, So let's lock in IDW. Okay. So we have
2: Image, Boom, Marvel, DC, and IDW.
1: I have to tell you, when we were making, when I was making my list, I did not expect both Marvel and DC to end up on our top five. Really? Yeah. I I, I just didn't. I had a feeling. I just had a feeling because, like, you know, they were. I mean, DC was my was my number three, but. I, I just had this feeling that they worked, one of them was going to end up getting left off. Um, so I was impressed. When Stephanie said Marvel, I was like, well, I guess they're, I think they're both going to end up on there. Because if right. Stephanie's saying one of the big two, usually they're going to end up on there. <laughs> 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 no! Faster! Yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, let's move on to uh, best web or digital comic. All right. So, Stephanie, why don't you go first with your, with your nominees?
3: This is web, right? Sorry. Yes. Web digital. Okay. Yes. Um, so I put down so many on this list. <laughs> um, I think Bob will agree with me here and we'll find out shortly. But Bandette, um, even though it doesn't get published every month or whatever, I think that the quality really shows in the comic that uh, it, you know, they, they just publish it when they're happy with the quality.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and the quality is always just there. Um, so band for sure. Uh, the comic I spoke about a few months ago, uh, by Christopher Sabella and, uh, Ibrahim Mustafa, high crimes, two monkey brain comics so mm-hmm. far and, uh, breaking cat news. <laughs> Shocking. I know because cats, but <laughs> that comic makes me laugh so hard. And that's really all I can ask for when I'm looking mm-hmm. for a nice pick me up on the internet and, you know. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Steve. Uh I have on my list Injustice Gods Among Us.
1: Okay.
0: Uh I also have Sensation Comics Wonder Woman and uh Adventures of Superman. All oh, right, all DC. All DC. All DC all the time. As you said, they have they have a, a really good uh digital roster. They do. Going they, absolutely,
1: on. they absolutely do. They
0: absolutely. Do. Um and I have I have a few wild cards in my pocket in I, case. I, I do
1: as well. Uh Bob, what do you got for us?
0: Well, mine would be Bandette
1: Okay,
2: and Sensation. Okay. <laughs> and Adventures of Superman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we have two for both of those. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so for me, I have Injustice: Gods Among Us. Nice. Uh, I have The Oatmeal. Oh, cool. Um, and I have uh, one. It's a it's a single one that was released this year. I don't know if you released it, but it's When the Darkness Presses, and it's by Emily Carroll, who wrote Through the Woods, Ooh. Mm-hmm. but it's published web only. Um, all right, so this is our first one. We're, gonna, we're we have a, I think we have discussions on all of them. To, yeah. To
3: well, I I just wanted to say that I was a little shocked that Bob didn't put uh, the Wonder Woman Sensation comics.
1: I did. He did. Yeah, he did. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yes. yes.
3: Oh, I did not hear that. Good I'm... listening yes.
1: skills, Stephanie.
3: Shut up, Bobby. <laughs> no one likes you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I like you. I'm sorry. Okay, thank
1: you. Thank you, Stephanie. I was I was almost crying. It begins. Yeah. It begins. Hour <laughs> <laughs> one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, in the first half hour. All right, yeah. so... Starts to get hunched over yeah. Chain, yeah. and changed, drooling yeah. <laughs> by the end.
2: All right, so... What do we have two for? Bandit. Okay. Sensation and Adventures of Superman.
1: We also have two for Injustice. Mm-hmm.
2: Two for... Yeah, so there's four.
1: Um, two is a little... I, two is half, so I, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a little bit wary putting twos okay. for anything. So let's let's talk about our, our wild cards really quick, see if that kind of shores anything up. Does anybody have a fourth... Wild card that they had on their thing?
0: Um, I have High Crimes. Okay. With, so, that's with Stephanie. Yeah.
1: So we, we, even, we get even murkier.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: We'll, oh, we'll talk about them. We're going to get through them. I just want to go through everybody's... Okay. Before we get there.
2: Batman 66.
1: Okay. Um, Stephanie, you have, uh, what's your, what's your, what would be your fourth?
3: Um, Nimona.
1: Nimona. Okay. My fourth would be Bandette. Okay. So I think that will allow us to at least lock in Bandette. I'm totally cool with Bandette a, a, as one of our our books. Um So, okay. So we walked in net. we have 2 for high crimes, Crime. 2 for injustice, 2 for adventures of superman and 2 for uh sensation sensation. All right. Um I'm going to just put my like my uh, my pitches in for two of the ones that are only mm-hmm. uh, that are um, on an island for because this is obviously there's so much to so many books mm-hmm. that's uh, tough for a, a lot of intersection. Um, one of the things, uh, the oatmeal, which it's not like a progressive story. I know you've read the oatmeal before. Yeah, right? I read the oatmeal. Yeah, yeah, uh, not really a progressive story, but this one guy, uh, Matthew Innerman, I think his name is. I think I do not. I know think, his I think name. that's his last name. Uh, creates this. This website where he puts mini comics, which are sometimes they're little stories. Uh, he puts kind of like tips and stuff. Like that, he, he's the one who drew. He drew like what Spider-Man would look like in the, you know, if he was the the Spider-Woman variant cover uh, version. Okay. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of stuff that he does that, that's very very interesting. He, you know, some of these very personal stuff. There's this one story that he has where he talks about um, when his house burned down when he was a, when he was a kid and how he had kind of these these like. 17 cats they had. And this, they had this one that was a stray cat that they had picked up who he said oh, always it was a little bit off. You know, it was, it was like, it didn't really, it would like poop outside the litter box, it would make weird noises. He's like, it was something we loved from afar. But it ended up being like the kind of the one thing that survived this kind of horrible thing. And it was a very affecting thing. It's just about, you know, what stays with us in our lives. But he also does stuff that's funny, like what called my email is a monster where he talks about answering emails and what it's like and um, it's tough to show because usually you just, you'd see the stuff that, that he does but yeah. he's incredibly funny incredibly smart and it's like it's a constantly updated and big site that he does all of the time. Um, so there's that one. The other one is the Emily Carroll one which a few of us have read Through the Woods. Um, it's very much in that style. It's a psychological horror. Uh, it's Really creepy and really scary. What's the exact name of this one? Again? Um, let me let me get my thing. Um, it's uh, "When the Darkness Presses" okay. by Emily Carroll, and she is inside. She she's watching this. The girl is watching this house, and she says every time she, she has to sleep in this little room in the basement. And every night there's the doorknob clicks and clicks, and she tries to ignore it, and then it starts banging. And there's screaming that starts. Oh my god! And she she can't ignore it anymore. So a friend stays over to try to just you know. Yeah, to kind of keep her mm-hmm. company, because um, she, she thinks it's a dream, you know? And then mm-hmm. the friend acts weirdly when she stays over. So there's a lot of, it, it's really scary. It's really f- fucked up. <laughs> I have
0: no doubt. If it's anything like Through the Woods. Yes.
1: Yeah. And it's interesting it's, because it's kind of a dual art style in that book. It, uh, it has the very Through the Woods type look to it, but it also has a, a more kind of traditional look to it as well hmm. for the stuff that exists more in, in the normal, uh, the normal everyday, the, when the sun's out type of situation. I, I, I read it. I thought it was fantastic.
0: I, I read it because I read Through the Woods. Um, so... And it's a webcomic? Is it like, was it something that was released over time or... Um, you know, uh, yes, it was. Okay, It was. She
1: has two from 2014 that were released o- over time. There's stuff on our website as well from years past. Hmm. Um, she has a few stories. One of the those stories is actually ended up being published in Through the Woods as, as well. Oh, okay. Um, but it really, really excellent stuff. I uh, just wanted to, to put that out there. So, um, the other thing I want to make sure too is that I want to, not that obviously we, there's there's a there's a uh, that, has, that doesn't have to be mine, but I I would I would be I think we would be doing a disservice if there was no web comics on on the list if mm-hmm. it's all DC and Monkey Brain I I feel like we are ignoring a huge swath of what this category is really about and I'm not saying it has to be one of mine it could be one of Stephanie's as well but um, because there are ones obviously that we haven't read that and unless we feel extremely strongly that all of these should be on the list, I feel like we should try to get at least one webcomic mm-hmm. on, on this list. Agreed. Um that that's just that's just my 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 feeling. Um but that that's what I have to say. Um I don't know if anyone wants to campaign for any of their books that they want to make sure that's on the list.
3: I mean, Steve, you just recently read Abominable Charles Christopher as well.
0: I did is that able to be
3: That's uh. in mine. Mm-hmm. I don't know it, but that's making it two and two. And I suppose you guys haven't read that either, right?
1: I mean, is that, is that ongoing,
3: Stephanie? I think it's coming to an end in the near future. But no, but I mean, but there was new ongoing, stuff published yeah.
1: this year, right?
3: It's still going, yeah. Oh,
1: okay, so I didn't realize that. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, know yeah, that I didn't either. either. Because that, that is fantastic. Yeah. Um, And I would absolutely vote for that because that's yes, amazing. I would as well. Amazing book. I didn't realize it was still going. So that's why yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I think that's it's why, not yeah.
3: Yeah. as regular because Carl is. Very, very busy with um, Mm -hmm. Carl Kershaw, I guess, for anyone who doesn't know this comic I'm speaking Mm, of. Carl. But uh, he's busy with Gotham Academy, so it's not as regular, but Mm -hmm. um, it's still ongoing. I think he's going to round out uh, the third volume, and then it'll wrap up. But, yeah. No,
1: I'd I'd go with that. That's an easy vote for me. That would actually have been on my list if if I had known that that was was still ongoing. Yeah,
0: thanks for pointing
3: that out.
1: Absolutely. So then we have two locked in. We have Bandette. Mm-hmm. And we have the abominable Charles Christopher.
0: Okay. Right. Okay. I want to put in a word for Injustice. Okay. Um, ever since I started reading this series, like I had, I had no intentions of. I have a thing with like comics that are based off of video games or mm. things that are based off of TV shows. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't approach them with the same openness that I do other books. Um. So then everybody came, you know, to the gates, and we're we're crashing the gates and be like, you got to read Injustice, and I picked it up and i've read into halfway into year 2 so far so i'm not current but this series has been one of the most engaging and like adrenaline pumping uh comics that i've read all year uh if i was going to put it in any category because it is released mm. digitally first i would put it in this one um but there's been very few books that i've read with such like a fever for knowing what the hell is going to happen next I think Tom Taylor uh, has really broken out as a writer on the series and did a hell of a job of not just creating really really awesome situations because I don't like it when heroes and and everybody when they're all fighting one another he really makes it work. He creates a world where the circumstances are just so that these heroes are going after one another for for good reasons on either side, you know, and it's created such a divide when reading it, that characters that you love, you don't know who to side with. You don't know who's who's right and who's wrong. Um, and it's just been a really, really exhilarating read. I sat down the other day. Uh, I picked up the hardcover of the first book of year two. So it's one through five or one through six with only the intention of reading the first one and then going to do some stuff. Before I knew it, I was closing the book and I was done with it. Like it just evaporated away from me. And the last page that I ended off on, I'm going to buy them digitally after we're done here today just mm-hmm. so I can read the rest because it's amazing. Right. So, right.
1: Bobby,
2: you want to say something? Well, um, I want to champion Sensation Comics. I will mention it later. Never fear for those waiting. <laughs> but it'll probably get swamped under by so many other great mm-hmm. things. And this is the category I think it, I, I it has the best chance of having a, a lovely discussion that works on it. With so many iterations of Wonder Woman in the DC books currently that are all, frankly, from a historical standpoint, miserable and off-model, that they've managed to create this digital anthology where story after story, two or three per issue, are the Wonder Woman that people want to see heroic, strong, brave, compassionate by all these creators, artists, writers, editors, inkers, colorists who want to see this done properly it's a labor of love from all these people. You can see it in in every panel, mm-hmm. and so I think that really deserves to be recognized.
1: I mean, mm-hmm. uh, for me personally, I think both of your the both of those books I think deserve to be on this list. Okay, um, and I would have no problem with both of them being on there, being mm-hmm. locked in, um, which would give us four, and we have to figure out the fifth one. But I don't know, Stephanie. What do you think about those two?
3: I'm okay with that. Okay,
1: so let's lock in Injustice, God's Among Us,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and. Uh, um, Sensation Comics Wonder Woman, or what? Sen, what Sensation, Sensation Comics, Comics featuring yep. Wonder Woman. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I know how to say words in so, the correct orders.
0: Um, I have checked out Breaking Cat News, um, and it's absolutely amazing. <laughs> and uh, I've only read—I can't speak on it too much—but just last night, um, I picked up the first issue of High Crimes, mm-hmm. and it is—I actually reactivated my Comicsology uh-huh. account. So da 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 da, <laughs> and. Um, it's good mm. like it's it's one of those things that i'm going to be picking up the rest so that I can get caught up. It's very intriguing, and uh it looks like it's going to be like really, really good uh character comic you know like <laughs> just people you know, you don't know who you don't know who you can trust, and the 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 plot looks like it's only going to get bigger. Stephanie can probably speak on it better than I can yeah
1: Stephanie, let us tell let us in on uh on high crimes
3: well, I mean, I discovered this one a little while back when I was really, really champion monk. Monkey Brain. Um, And I still love Monkey Brain, uh, but I guess there was a bit of a time when I was uh, following it more religiously. Uh, But again, uh, it's by Christopher Sabella and uh, Ibrahim Mustafa. And it's just this really cool comic about uh, the the lead character is a woman who uh, used to be uh, an Olympian, and she wound up having her medal stripped from her uh, because of some... Stuff, shenanigans, and she she br- runs away from it all. Like she literally runs away uh, and takes up a really weird career in climbing mountains to recover bodies for people, and you know, charging exorbitant amounts of money to return the remains to families. Um, and they basically wind up getting into um, a little bit of trouble when they find the wrong body uh a, a <laughs> body that has um some history to it uh, some james bond velvetish kind of um implications i guess uh somebody who was trying to stay dead and hidden uh even in death can't really escape the people who are after him
0: man you are good <laughs> sold yeah <laughs> That is exactly what it is.
3: That's awesome. Good job, Steph. It's very good. And the art, Ibrahim is amazing. And he does, I think, everything pretty much with it, except for occasionally as people help him out. But the art is phenomenal for someone who undertakes, you know, the pencils, the inking, the colors, all that stuff. Uh, and the story is original and super interesting. We talk a lot about characters, Um you know, that we relate to because they're flawed and this character is a lot more than flawed, uh, but is amazing. Cause she feels like a real person. Um, not just a character, you know? So check it out. I, I mean,
1: uh, I, I am not super pa- as passionate as you guys are obviously about this book that about my mm-hmm. other, you know, com- digital comic, uh, mm-hmm. one. So, that sounds great. I want to ask you, Stephanie, which one are you more passionate about? That book or uh,
0: breaking, cat news. breaking Cat
1: News? Ooh, <laughs> that's <laughs>
3: tough. <laughs> I, I think if I'm breaking it down to something that I think people should definitely read. I mean, Georgia Dunn does an amazing job with Breaking Cat News. It's amazing. It's fun. It's silly. But speaking in terms of quality, um, a lot of time and effort goes into high crimes and there's obviously a lot more of a story there that I think is uh, requires people to read. Breaking Cat News is something you can just click to and see anytime. Um, I, I That doesn't make it not as good, but I, I definitely think High Crimes is probably more deserving of a best of spot.
1: I, I, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Sounds great it to sounds, me. Yeah, sounds good. Fine. Everyone yeah. go with
1: that? Okay, High Crimes, lock it in as the, the number five. There you go. So you want to read
2: out those nominees? Sure. We have Bandette, The Abominable Charles Christopher, High Crimes, Injustice, Gods Among Us, and Sensation Comics featuring Wonder Woman. All
0: right. Um, And just to talk on the oatmeal for just a second, it is a great webcomic. I would have talked more for it. My problem is that I only see like the super popular posts. Mm -hmm. I don't follow it as avidly so I don't get to see all the updates. Like I'd never heard right. the story about the house and all mm. that stuff. But whenever I do see it, it is highly entertaining and I always laugh my ass off. And I think I own at least two of his books uh, somewhere in my
1: collection. Yeah, the, the, the published versions are, are really great yeah. as well. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, not to forget Nimona, which was also yeah. very yes. good as always. Um, mm-hmm.
1: So
2: as, as, as you said, we'll all be publishing other lists and Stephanie's yeah. I'm sure will be voluminous <laughs> as our web guru. <laughs>
1: All right, so let's go on to best cover so a,
2: a, a purely vigil, a visual visual category yeah. um, which is... in, a, in a radio setting yep.
1: so we uh again this we do this category a little bit differently than than the other category so uh, what we each do is we come with one cover uh, that we want definitely to be on the list, and it gets locked in right away because um, it's really tough to argue just visuals you mm-hmm. know, and then um we all have another one that we'll come with, probably, that we'll, we'll try to get as the, as the fifth uh, uh, on that list. Um, so, Steve, what is, your, what is your cover of the year that you definitely want in this top five? My cover
0: of the year is Electra number six.
1: Electra number six, okay. So that's definitely locked in, Electra number six. Yep. Bob, what about you?
2: Gotham Academy number one.
1: All right, Gotham Academy number one. Um, Stephanie, what is your cover of the year?
3: I'm going to say... All new X Factor number three. Oh, really?
0: Is that the mm. one with Gambit and all the cats? Yes, it
3: is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sometimes you're a little predictable, Stephanie. Fantastic. <laughs> so, um, for me, mine is um, Ms. Marvel number five. Interesting. Which is the Jamie McKelvey cover where she's sitting on the lamppost? Interesting. And there's looking the city new York, in, the, yeah. in the city looking into New York. Okay. Um, all right. So those those four. Electro number six. Uh, Gotham Academy number one, all new X Factor number three, and uh, Ms. Marvel number five are all locked in on our top covers of the year. Um, I'm going to put this out here right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was almost my cover of the uh, uh, my cover that I put in, but I think our number five should be the fourth printing variant cover of Sex Criminals number uh... one. Deal uh...
3: done. Uh... <laughs>
1: So old. It is like the greatest cover ever I don't released.
3: Know. What do you mean you don't
0: know? I'm over it. You're over. It. It's such a good fucking cover.
2: That's the know. photo
1: cover. That's
0: the photo cover. Yeah. If you if you guys feel that passionately about it, then I'll I'll let it go. <laughs> it would not have been one yeah. of my picks. What 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 is the one you're gonna pick, Steve? Uh, you want my others?
1: Give me the no. Your next one, like your 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 number two, because that's all that matters at this point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, my next one would have been Ms. Marvel number three. That's the one where she's kind of in her action pose and her cape is is blowing Mm -hmm. out behind her. Um, I just think it's an incredible representation of a probably one of definitely one of the most impactful characters of this year. Uh, And I just think it's an awesome showcase of of her and her just being here and being on the scene. And she looks like she's about to kick someone's ass. So,
2: (laughs) Uh, well, Stephanie might have picked Captain Marvel number seven, which has a whole. Cover full of cats, <laughs> which I might have too, but it would be hard for me to pick, I, you know, we're now taking one out of those other lists. Uh, yes. Harley Quinn invades the San Diego Comic-Con, <laughs> nice, which is pretty funny, but I might have gone Rocket Girl number four. Mm, that's a good one. Which is sort of very 3D down the, down the rabbit hole, but if everyone's passionate about sex criminals, <laughs> I, yeah, I...
1: The sex criminals cover, even though it's not drawn, I think that... It is a complete and utter encapsulation of everything that makes that series what it is. It's like the, the two of them being absolutely ridiculous in, in, the, in the funniest way possible. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot what Sex Criminals is about. You know, it's, it's about those two personalities as much mm-hmm. as it is about that book. And I, I just think, it, I think when everyone saw it, they thought it was hilarious and amazing. And I think that, look, there's, we have four other representations of great artistry. Uh, on this list um i think as the fifth nominee i think it's i, I think it's a
3: it's a good choice look it set I off mean, a
2: whole internet firestorm yeah. too where well, people were posing as that cover which is yeah, pretty funny
3: exactly it's true i actually did a pose with it with like the witch king helmets um but i i think the thing is uh a cover is the embodiment of what the comic is and what the issue is all about and what bobby said like this cover may not necessarily be a representation of what story is happening, but it does embody exactly what you're getting into. You see that cover and you're like, all right, I, I feel like I know what I'm in for. Well,
2: then on that <laughs> basis, I have a book that could uh, break the tie. How about Wonder Woman 36? <laughs> we, we, that certainly – I, I, I don't think that's going to work, Bob. I don't think
1: that's going to happen. Oh, too bad.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> I just wanted to throw it out there. I thought it was possibility. I'll go with sex criminals. Oh, yeah, I'm – I'm right. on board with that.
1: So we have three sex criminals. I'm sorry, Steve. You've been overridden. Yeah, <laughs> you liked it too. Stop being like like you're like above no, no, the sex no, 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 no.
0: It, no, it's <laughs> it was fantastic, and it is fantastic. I just i i would i would I don't know. Personally, I would hate to see a photographic cover went out over like comic book cover art that was drawn and created and kind of what i think of as as traditional comic book cover art it's not discrediting it Mm -hmm. in any way and it is a hilarious cover and it does embody my only thing is is that personally um sex criminals is going to come up a lot during these conversations and i think that in other in other categories it's it will shine better than than that Particular cover, it's just me. No, I, don't I think know. it's yeah. a wonderful cover, and if you guys are all agreeing on, it, then I will. I will definitely. You know, that's fine. Okay, so we will lock
1: it in as sex the, Criminals as, number five. So, no, sex Criminals number one, but it's the fourth printing. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, fourth. Yeah, um, and again, for you guys listening, we'll put all these covers um, into the post when we put out this category, so you guys can see what all these covers are. Um, all right, so moving on, we're gonna be in we're going into. We're getting a little closer to the big leagues right now as far as categories go. Um, breakthrough artist of the year. Oh, man. Um, so, we, Bob, you have last year's, right? Let's just run through who we put in last year so that way none of us are repeating. Okay.
2: Should we go two years back, too? No, let's just go this year okay. for now. And
1: if it happens two years, we'll, we'll be able to okay. take a look at it.
2: Last year, well, our listeners, it was Felipe Andre. Okay. And for us, it was Amy Reader. We had Felipe Andre, Rock Upchurch, Freddie E. Williams II, and Chip Zadarsky. Okay.
1: So, they cannot be nominated for Breakthrough breakthrough Artist. They already were on the
2: Rookies of the Year list, so they're they're done.
1: They they cannot repeat as Rookie of the Year. All right. All right. So, Bob, why don't you go first on this one?
2: I will go Carl Kerschel. Okay. And Babs Tarr. Oh. And Adrian Alfana
0: for Ms. Marvel.
1: Okay. Adrian Alfana. Um,
0: Steve. Uh, Bob Bob just reminded me, I got to do it. Uh, My nominations are Robbie Rodriguez, who is the artist of uh, FBP and the new Mm -hmm. Spider-Gwen. Wesley Craig, who's the artist of Deadly Class. And Carl Kerschel.
1: Okay. All right. Uh, Stephanie, what do you got for us?
3: My list is entirely comprised of ladies.
1: Oh, nice. Cool.
3: Uh, Which was completely accidental, but whatever. (laughs) Ladies are taking over the world. Uh Vanessa Del Rey. Okay. Uh Babs Tar. And Brooke Allen.
2: Uh from Lumberjanes. Mm-hmm. hmm Okay, Brooke
1: Allen. Okay. Um, my list is Robert Rodriguez. hmm Uh Wes Craig. Ah. And Emily Carroll. Ah, nice. Those are my three.
0: Man, okay, so this is uh it's gonna be something. Yeah,
1: it's gonna be yeah. something. <laughs> All right, so um, we got, so which, I don't think we have any, we have no threes, right? No
2: threes. We have four no. twos.
1: Okay, what well, are our four twos?
2: Babs Tar, Okay. Carl Kershaw, Wes Craig, Robbie Rodriguez.
1: Okay. Um, here's my only thing with Babs Tar. Mm-hmm. My only thing with her is that um, we, we've only had two issues of Batgirl, um, and... She is the artist on Batgirl, but she's kind of co-artist with Cameron Stewart. Cameron Stewart does the layouts, which is a big part, you know, and the breakdowns, which is a big part of the art as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, for me personally, I feel like with two issues under her belt, um, it just isn't enough for me to have her in in a, in a breakthrough artist category. Okay. Um, that's just my personal opinion. That, that's kind of my. Um, I think I think it's been fantastic stuff, and I, and I love the, the way it looks. But some of these other. And not just people I nominated; other people on this list have done extensive work uh, on, on series that I feel like are more deserving th- than Tarr. Yes. Um, but if I was going to, let, let's let, well, let's see if any of our fours break any of the tie, put, any, put put anybody to three, because okay. that way we can, we can solve s- some of this uh, as well. Um, Steve, what what is your what is your wild card?
0: Uh, my wild card is actually Mateo Scalera.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Um, he works. Uh, he worked on Dead Body Road and Black Science. Yes. Among other. Things.
1: Yes. Um. All right. Uh. Bob, what's your wild card?
0: Really didn't
2: have one. Okay. But uh, having just read through the woods, Emily Carroll would certainly be somebody I
3: would take a look at. Okay. Mm.
1: Um. Seven. do you have a wild card?
3: I do. It's uh. Marguerite Savage. Who is? What? What does she do? Uh. Sensation Comics. Oh. She did the one of the Wonder Woman issues. But okay. Um. And my- I, I had. An, I had another one that was also, but only one. I think she only did. Oh wait. Okay. Hang on. Let me switch my. Okay. Wild card, uh, Megan Hetrick, who did uh, some of the Lois Lane. Uh, she mm. worked on Bodies. Okay. Um, and what else? I can't recall if her issue of Ferris came out, but um, she was supposed to do an issue of Ferris as well, and she's amazing.
1: Gotcha. Um, my wild card was um, Jason Latour, who mm. does Southern Bastards. Okay. Um, he also did a lot of um. I get my brain just went blank. He did uh, Wolverine and the X Men, like the the more recent run of that stuff as well. Right. Um, really, really excellent uh, artist as well. Uh, all right. So, what are our twos again?
2: We have Robbie Rodriguez. Okay. Carl Kerschel, Babs Tarr. Okay. Should we try to come to some agreement on those twos to see if we can make them threes or fours before we go anywhere else?
1: Right. I, I'll tell you right now. I'm to- for me personally, mm-hmm. I'm totally good with Jason Latour. Being not just let's talk, uh, yeah. T- put my wild card on there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Kerschel. I'm totally okay with Carl Kerschel. Um, I am as well. Uh, being on there, but uh, Stephanie, I don't know what you think.
3: Uh, he was maybe on a list of mine elsewhere.
1: Well, he can uh, also be on that list. <laughs> pardon? He can also be on that list as well. All right, well,
3: then. Okay, <laughs> Carl Herschel. I'm Carl good with Kershel?
1: So we can lock in Carl Kerschel um, as a definite there. Uh, let's see here.
2: So who were the who who voted for? I uh, know Stephanie voted for Bab
1: Star, mm-hmm. And yeah. So did Bob. Right.
2: Um, now, my counter argument would be, and I I juggled this mm-hmm. problem myself. The impact of the couple of issues she did, the three issues in, was so strong that it helped launch all this new DC stuff. That there was now someone from the fan world doing this book in a lighter, fun style that captured people's imagination, and it, Cameron's certainly part of that too, but it was the whole, the entire package might have changed the DC universe so well, it, it might raise the game on what that's would for it, anyway.
3: could I propose something? sure what about like a co spot like it would be a Babs Cameron Stewart spot in which they both because I, I do think that alone what they did that one day by announcing the new costume is completely worthy of it because I mean, they were the ones that were like, this needs to be changed. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it wasn't DC that was like, we'd like you to do a redesign. Mm -hmm. You can be damn straight that DC did not offer that up. I -hmm. mean, they took that initiative to make Batgirl new. And cosplayers made costumes on the first day. That is, like, unprecedented. Like, that's nuts that people took that big of a reaction to a costume redesign.
2: Heck, Doc Martins Doc Martin sold out their run of yellow boots.
3: Right? <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. And I think I think that they are deserving. And since they did do a lot of co-stuff together, I would propose that they would be in this spot um as a team.
1: Okay. I can more get behind that than Babs Tar being solo as, as breakthrough artist. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously
3: Cameron Stewart's been around for a while, mm-hmm. but I think we can make an exception, and people, if well, they're like, "Why is Cameron Stewart on this list?" Well, <laughs> you can listen to because that's radio. how people talk. Only old men are. Really <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's not like we have we. I
0: mean, Mike
1: Allred, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The first year, um, and Cameron Stewart's been around for a while, but this is definitely like the kind of the I think the the breakthrough. You know, that's what this category is yeah. about. It's not yeah. best new artist; it's best breakthrough artist because most of the people have been drawing since they were, you know teenagers are sure. before so it's not they're not new at it um uh, adding cameras doing it babstar/cameron stewart it's obviously one place it's not going to be take up two right. places right. um i'm okay with that uh, especially cuz obviously there's two people for babstar already um so obviously it has more <laughs> it has more play than a lot of our single ones that we've been talking about mm-hmm. um and uh I, I think obviously yeah it's been beautiful and it's and it is breakthrough obviously i mean it's, it's yes. jettison's two people to the top of uh, the heap who weren't there before, um, so I'm fine with that. Uh, Steve, what do you think about doing that?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm okay with it. I'm um, there's still plenty of other spots to okay. fill, and uh, the idea of doing it as a as a co representation, mm-hmm. I think, is the way to do it. Um, alone, I don't know if I would have you wanted to have it on the list, but together, I think it makes sense.
1: I, I totally agree with you. Okay, I yeah. completely agree with you. Um,
0: all Mostly right, nicely done, Stephanie.
1: Yes, thank you.
0: Ideas, Stephanie. Just you know, she's cutting
1: off the. The arguments before they even happen. <laughs> um,
0: <Well>. interceptor.
1: <laughs> that's that's her Canadianness. Uh, I-
3: I'm a peacekeeper. Yes.
1: <laughs> um, all right. So, let's take some of these away here. I'm just getting. I'm just looking at my own list okay. so I know that what's what's there and what's not.
2: Now, Robbie Rodriguez, uh, the Spider Gwen is all I read this year on him, but that mm-hmm. was amazing. So, what was the other thing on there?
0: Federal yes. Bureau of Physics. Not is it only, it is a absolutely fantastic series, um, very science y, very mm-hmm. uh, otherworldly and stuff like that. But the there's something extraordinarily kinetic about his art. Um, he's got kind of this like sleek but scribbly style to him, and there's just such a there's a just a, a look about it. I mean, you've you've seen you know the Spider Gwen yeah. issue. That was another issue this year that caught, you know, wildfire and had, like we were telling, Stephanie was mentioning the costume day, Spider-Gwen blew up overnight. You know, there were a couple of really standout moments this year for new characters specifically. And much of that whole, uh, you know, hullabaloo can be attributed to Robbie Rodriguez and the look of this new character. It's now spawned its own ongoing series, And, you know, just, just like Batgirl had another, you know, female character come, come out of the woodwork or not even out of the woodwork, just, you know, being presented to people and everybody fell in love, like at first sight. And were excited to find out who she is and, Mm -hmm. you know, what's her personality like? Who is she going to be teaming up with? Who's she going to be facing off against? And for it to have been in such high demand that shortly thereafter, they're like, yeah, we're doing this. And the same team, that you know made you believe in this character we're going to be having them come on and do this as an ongoing thing so that you guys can have more of this and you know if we want to have you know representation of impactful characters and talking about breakthrough robbie rodriguez is you know at least half responsible mm-hmm. for that character being as awesome and the artwork is just crazy good yeah i mean i agree I mean, he was on my list as well um
1: and for the similar reasons that Steve was saying, we talked about Batgirl in the same way, right? I think mm-hmm. that Spider-Gwen, off the power of this one issue, got her on... Uh, it took took so little time for them to announce an yeah. ongoing series. And a lot of that, I think a lot of that has to do with the look of the character. The look of the character is awesome. Yeah. Um, the sleekness, the 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 just the, the difference in the design. The design is very different than you'd see in a, in a normal hero, right? There's There's just a lot of the starkness of the white and the black and stuff like that mm-hmm. going on. That costume is not something you normally see. The hood, all of it, the whole design yeah. ha- has a, a sense to it that I think is just, it's a huge reason why it it, it took off the way it she's, did.
0: She's, her character design is, is really unique in that she, I mean, it's a beautiful character design, but she's also a little bit haunting the way that the hood is. Mm-hmm. You know, she's just, she. When you see like all the Spider Verse things going on right now, and you're seeing all kinds of spiders coming out of different dimensions and stuff like that, she is still she draws your eye, mm-hmm. and and you know like the, when she popped into that scene and she's like Spider Gwen, your new favorite, mm-hmm. you yeah. know there was there was a good reason yeah. for for that uh, line.
1: Yeah, I mean I I think he deserves to be. On, on
2: the list. Right, and you're, you guys are saying the Federal Bureau of Physics is excellent as well. What yeah. I've seen that's of it, awesome. what it certainly was. I'd be behind it, adding them to this list, Steph.
3: Me, me as well. Um, and that would be four.
2: That be
1: that would be three.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: we only have three so far. I want to Stephanie
1: uh, I, I do not read um, Lumberjanes. I read the first issue and enjoyed mm-hmm. it, and just uh, I I just haven't read anymore. I know Bob I read, it. L- yes. loves it. I loved it. I think she, it was it's Brooke Allen, right? Stephanie is yeah. That's the artist. Yeah. And this is for who hasn't read it just knowing what it looks like and also as we're talking about breakthrough which obviously is a big part breakthrough a lot of it has to do with the impact right of 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 what the artist has here that's what probably breakthrough Mm -hmm. means yep um either a breakthrough that way or a breakthrough in talent where they've gone where they've they've taken a leap right Mm -hmm. um and for me i think lumberjanes has been one of those series where very much for me i'm kind of on the outside looking in on it right like it's I think it's a good book, but it doesn't hit me the way it hits other people, Mm -hmm. but it's hit a lot of people in a very, very strong, strong way. And I I know a lot of that with the design of it, Stephanie, what is it about her art that, that puts her on this list for you?
3: I think it's just, uh, that it, it just has this kind of fun, vibrant feeling to it. You're reading it and the characters feel alive. I mean, it's not the best art, but every character feels unique and interesting to look at. Um, the whole feeling that they give you is just—I guess the only word I can really use is like the book just oozes fun, mm-hmm. and um, I guess, yeah, I don't know, Bob. Do you want to? I'll tell
2: you. I'll tell you this: you, it may not be the best art, but it's the best art for that book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing says what that book's about than what's going on on those pages. The yeah. crazy, you know. Horned, three-eyed monsters, and yet little girls who seem like little girls who act like little girls, stand like little girls, mm-hmm. and sense of adventure and mystery in a lovely package. Look, we had Rock Up Church on our list for last year because of what Rat Queens did. Mm-hmm. Well, this mm-hmm. is this is Rat Queens for the slightly younger crowd in yeah. a way, and I yeah, I definitely be behind adding Brooke to this list. It's also
0: got a, a really great sense of motion to it um, mm-hmm. because the art is what it is. It's kind of this. Like cartoonish, artsy, Scooby-Doo-type setup that when you're reading it, like I had mentioned, um, I think it was last week, about uh, The Amazing World of Gumball, of how I know that show very well so that when I read the book, the book actually looks like it's moving, like it's going from one scene to the next, and I can see the characters doing what they're doing. Lumberjanes' art has that same effect on me that when I do read it, the whole book comes to life. It's like watching like a seven minute short of mm-hmm. these characters. Yeah. And it's, it's a pretty exhilarating Oh, not exhilarating. Just it's a, it's more of like a, a sensation that you can't quite put your finger on mm-hmm. when, when you're reading certain books.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Um. I, I just wanted to bring her up cause I wanted to hear about that. Cause again, it's a book I don't really, mm-hmm. I don't really partake in. Um, but I think, I, I don't know if we should write a locker in yet, but I think she's a definite possibility yes. for that third, that, that fourth spot. Um, I do want to talk about Emily Carroll for a second. I know, obviously, three yeah. of us have read it. I don't know, Bob, you haven't read yeah. it yet, right? What through the woods? Yes, I did. Oh, you did read it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, All four of us. So, the thing about Emily Carroll to me, as both a comic fan and as a horror fan, mm-hmm. I feel like she is a. I mean, her writing is great as well. They're both, but her art dominates that book, and I think that she is a, a new, I think, leading voice in horror, mm-hmm. in horror in general. Um, the psychological nature of her horror. Mixed also with the, there's some gore factor there as well. Oh yeah. Um, and the ability in both in her art, in her writing as well, but also in art to not show things, and make them just as scary as if she was showing something outright. Uh, it's an amazing thing to like, convey. The wolf in the window. In, yeah, the wolf in the window. Yeah. Convey Ugh. in art, you know. Um, in that in the, I'm sure we'll talk about this book again, but in, in that. It, there's like the prologue story, and there's this, the second story, which is the kids. The father goes out and he tells them to leave, right? Mm-hmm. And there's something where the man keeps coming to the door, and she's looking through the house, and the places she's going to look, you just see hints of this man with the sharp teeth and the mm-hmm. hat, like under the yeah. bed, behind the thing. Yeah, chilling, chilling stuff, and it's barely anything, you know. And her art style is unique, and the way she incorporates, um, you know, lettering, the onomatopoeia in, into the art as well. It's amazing to me, like she. It's something that, as a horror fan, like I said, it it's rare that you read a, a comic and it actually scares you. you yes.
2: Know? What I find really fascinating about her art, I see glimpses of, Tim Burton, mm-hmm. and Jules Pfeiffer, you know, the, the Village Voice cartoonist from years ago who did the book this year, you know, how to kill my mother or whatever it was, the uh, <laughs> the, the film noir oh, murder mystery or kill my mother and think right. it was, and yet it's all new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it's with that sort of scratchier art style you don't usually see those layouts where the motion is carried through the page by the actual panel Mm -hmm. layouts yeah that was brilliantly done very evocative of whatever moods trying to happen i yeah i'm
0: i'm on board Mm -hmm. you have no arguments from me i love that book and i love the art
3: especially Mm -hmm. i i also agree but i also just want to say something about uh one more which i know wasn't on anyone else's list absolutely go ahead Um, And that is Vanessa Del Rey. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I don't know if any of you guys read The Empty Man. Yeah, I read
1: it. Yes. Okay.
3: But uh, she's just a stunning artist. Just her layouts are amazing. And the talent she has is just overwhelming. You know, you can see so much potential in her to be um, like just – A superstar in the next couple of years. And she did uh, The Empty Man, and then she did uh, the Boom book, Hit, Pen, and Ink, which was gigantic. Uh, I don't know if you guys actually saw the physical copy of this. No. Mm -mm, But it was one of those uh, large, uh, like, I don't know, like, uh, you know how the humanoid Mobius stuff gets released in those giant books? Yeah, like that. Oh, wow. uh, except it was a single issue. <laughs> oh wow. It was just gigantic. And she's got this amazing Sean Phillips sort of style to her, like really film noir. Uh but not Sean Phillips, like it's very her own, but that's the closest thing I can kind of mm-hmm. uh compare it to. And I I realize that I I would really like to see um you know, her on it in future, but um I I just want to give her props cuz I think she's definitely going to be on everyone's to watch list over the next couple of years. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I
1: do want to say too, I mean, uh, I, I'm very comfortable with, we, we talked about Brooke Allen. We talked to Emily Carroll, you know, making yeah. it. I do want to, and we both talked about Wes Craig yeah. as well. I just want to say something for Wes Craig. He d- obviously deadly class, us on deadly class. Yeah. Um, we talked very highly about that book when it when it came out um mm-hmm. and uh i just read issues 1 through 6 yeah. again just for for this situation and um it, the 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 uniqueness of his art style and the things he can pull off as far as taking these ridiculous situations and and these very confusing at times um uh Time stuff because there's a lot of that second half of that first arc is dealing with the, the drug trip type right, of situation. So right, you're, you're
0: moving in and out of like consciousness and in and out of moments. Yeah,
1: in and out of moments, in and out of reality, in and out of uh, it's present, it's past, it's future. Yeah, and through all of that, you're never confused about what's going on. And I think the storytelling in, in that kind of sequence is is pretty amazing. Um, you know, I I don't know if he belongs above these other two people that we're we're talking about, but just just for the sheer amount of heavy lifting, because Rick Remender is not an easy writer to bring to life. He is a very complicated writer. Mm-hmm. He deals in a lot of very weird, intense stuff. You know, um, and I feel like West Craig pulls it off amazingly well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would agree. Yeah. I,
0: I mean. That book is—the art in that book is consistent throughout, but as soon as they leave for Vegas, it just—it takes on a whole new level of crazy. Yeah. But it works. Mm -hmm. You know, it all moves from, like you said, from moment to moment and and reality to reality and lucidity and all of that stuff. And to make you feel, as a reader, as if you're experiencing these things yourself— that you get this feeling of disorientation without actually being disoriented mm-hmm. is a very difficult thing to pull off,
1: absolutely. Especially
0: on a stilled page, mm-hmm. absolutely. Okay,
2: just to throw one other thing into the into the do it yes mix here, uh, we were talking about impacting mm-hmm. characters, and with Ms. Marvel, as much as it, the writing was spectacular and Jamie McKelvey's costume design, if the monthly book didn't pull that off, that sense of fun and adventure and newness. It wouldn't work, and that's Adrian Alfana's mm. credit. The the crazy dream sequences with mm. otter creatures with six eyes and legs and all whatever's going on, but it's the day to day. It's the hanging out at the store. It's it's uh, Kamala home with her parents. It's the small things as well as the big that make it's that the really tiny work. Faces when
0: they're far away. I love them. Yes.
2: <laughs> so it's a little bit of everything there, and I'm sure down the road he'll be discussed some more. That's but I just so want to just want to throw that in there too. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, the only thing about Alfana to me is just that, uh, obviously, impact is huge. And in that way, it's definitely a breakthrough. But Alfana has had giant success on other books in the past, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. Runaways is, is, right. is, a, is right. a giant book, and, and, a book that, and a book that made a big impact when it came out as well. So that's the only reason in this category doesn't really mm-hmm. play to me. That's the only reason why. Because gotcha. artistically, I don't think it's taken a leap. Obviously, the, the reception around it has taken a leap because this book has been so important. But, I mean, I think that it belongs possibly i mean I don't, I don't know if it was listed on, on the other list like the, mm-hmm. the top list and not here because i just feel like it's already, already broken through at another point okay you know that that's the only reason why i it's not on my see, list to me
2: what i was talking about the runaways is always about the writing right hmm. never heard much discussed about the art yeah but i did look and see that he had done lots yeah. of other work but that's still. the only reason why that's, gotcha. the,
1: that's the only reason why for I'm me i'm fine with that yeah then. yeah absolutely um I, i'll say that i'm fine i love west craig and I think, uh, and mm-hmm. if it was my list, he'd be on the list. But I am fine. This is me. Yeah, I'm fine with Carl Kershaw, Bab Star, Cameron Stewart, Robbie Rodriguez, Brooke Allen, and Emily Carroll. Yeah. Uh, are yeah. we are, are we all okay with that list? Absolutely. Stephanie.
3: Absolutely. Okay. Awesome. Okay.
1: Awesome sauce. All right. All right. So that's our breakthrough artist category. Nice.
3: The longest debate yet.
1: It is, but it was a very good debate. It was good yes. debate.
2: Yeah.
3: Civil.
1: Yeah. Civil. Light. It was. It was all. It was all about. It was all about saying why we love things instead of saying why we think things shouldn't belong.
0: You haven't done that yet.
1: (laughs) We haven't done that yet. It'll happen. Don't worry.
0: We didn't get into sperm eyes and tiny heads. That'll be
1: in like hour six. No sperm eyes or tiny heads yet. Nope.
0: They have no sense of depth. (laughs)
1: Um, All right. So our final category for show one is a breakthrough writer. Um, All right. So I'll go first on this one. Uh, I've got um, Al Ewing. Mm. uh, Brendan Fletcher and G. Willow Wilson are my three. Okay. Stephanie.
3: Uh, I, I actually only have two on this list. <laughs> actually, no, I do have three, sorry. Uh, Marguerite Bennett. Okay. James Tinian, Zephyr mm. and Brendan Fletcher. All right. Um, can you just check, make sure
1: that he, James Tinian isn't on 2012 list? Just to make sure. So we don't, um, we don't repeat anybody. Bob has it in front of him.
2: Uh, no. Okay, good. We had J.H. Williams the third, so maybe mm-hmm. that... We, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> We don't speak of that. Third, four. It's like Man of Steel. We don't speak of J- yep. the J.H. Williams in, in Breakout Rider. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, all right, Steve, what do you got? I've got G. Willow Wilson, mm-hmm. Tom Taylor, okay. and Noelle Stevenson.
1: Okay. All right. Um, Bob, what do you got?
0: G. Willow Wilson.
1: All right.
2: Marguerite Bennett. Okay. And Noel Stevenson.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so, how many does G Willow have? Three. Okay, G Willow's in. G Willow. G W W.
0: We're on a first initial and middle uh, name basis. Yeah,
1: exactly. Who else has two
2: here, Bob? We have Brendan Fletcher, okay. Marguerite Bennett, and Noel Stevenson.
1: Okay. Um, I've kind of okay. We'll, we'll do. We'll, let's go wild wildcards. If anybody gets three. And then we'll we'll go from there. All okay. right, um, I'll go first. Marguerite Bennett is it was my wild card. Okay, so, that was mine too. Done.
0: Yeah. Okay, okay, so
1: Marguerite Marguerite is locked in.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think just based on the sheer amount of stuff she did this year, like yeah. she was like, no offense, Marguerite, she was like nobody, and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. she was like. Everything, somebody. Yes, yes. Look like at all the projects I have. Yeah, yeah.
2: two companies, so, independent creator-owned, and mm, all of it excellent. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Yeah, And
1: exactly. if you look at her, look at her work from the beginning of the year mm-hmm. to the end of the year, you can definitely see a trajectory of of improvement th- throughout the entire yeah. year. Oh yeah, to the point where now, like, I read her stuff, I'm excited to read it because Marguerite Bennett is writing it. Because she started, you know, yep. she was filling in on things. She was like taking like single one shot. She, one-shots she got like me to
0: read uh, Sleepy Hollow based off of a TV proper. There right. yeah. you go.
1: Yeah. So I, I feel like she's been she's been great this year, and obviously also. Delightful person, yes, totally. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't get you on the list. Doesn't hurt and though. If you're
3: not- I think I don't know if I mentioned this when she was on the show, but her boots are always my favorite thing in the world at shows because she <laughs> brings. She's so Southern comfort, like she brings flowers and tablecloths. Like yeah. she makes her tables into a home. It's. It's like you want to sit down and have tea with her while you're having her sign something. That's amazing. Now,
2: I met her at Free Comic Book Day, mm-hmm. and I asked her. She signed my Lois Lane and a Bat Girl, which she had there. And same idea. She had a little tablecloth on the table. And I asked her for a business card. And, well, I don't really have one, but I have this. And it's this hand-drawn yes. business card on both sides in, yes. in a lovely typeface with all sorts of little curly cues and things yep. going on. It is yep. hysterical and mm-hmm. just charming.
3: Her, yeah, she actually, um, uh, she, they're amazing. I have one, too, and I'm just like, this is the best business card I've ever seen because I think she took, um, like, calligraphy classes or something. Yeah. So, yeah. There's amazing.
1: that. Yes. Um, and she, I mean, she's done a great job with Butterfly. She's done a great yep. job doing Earth. She's doing Earth 2 stuff mm-hmm. now. Um, Lois, lowest, the Lois lowest Lane,
2: right. uh, obviously. And now Angela.
1: And now Angela. She yeah. has a really great range. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, eventually she'll have to probably cut down and just focus like Charles Soule is gonna have to, she's like yeah. the, she's like this year's Charles Soule she really is perfect <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a lot of ways there's a ton of stuff um, and you know it's funny because she started out it's interesting the trajectory because right? she started out she was like filling in on background issues mm-hmm. and it was like you know they weren't bad issues but you have that feeling like oh, just we just f-
2: get back this, to Gale yeah see the Gail
1: Simone story <laughs> end before we get these like in, but she did, her her uh, zero year issue was very good mm-hmm. um, and, she, and she did a great job with that stuff so uh, she definitely deserves to be on there so we have. G. willa and uh and marguerite (laughs) locked in there word um let's see so also our twos we have left
2: brendan fletcher okay noelle stevenson
1: okay i mean look i'm fine with those two being on there as well brendan fletcher i think gotham academy has been Mm. fantastic yeah obviously Batgirl as well well has been great Uh, i i think that's kind of the definition of what that with what that means two of the most i think important books that are coming out of dc right now he has his 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 name on yeah mm-hmm. yep. so sold yeah. for me that that I think that yeah. goes yeah and good I mean to him.
0: going back to the the lumberjanes conversation that we had just had you know to to not represent uh Noelle's work on on that Great book as well mm-hmm. um it's just an incredible book and it it means so much to so many people and right. it's and it's of very very high quality yeah so you know not to not just to use you know the internet fevers and whatnot as an excuse to put people on lists. These are, these are books that people care about for a reason, mm-hmm. you know, and they're of the highest quality. I would definitely put her on this list.
1: I'm totally fine. With that. We're, we're good with adding Brendan Fletcher and Noelle Stevenson. Sure. To the list. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we have four G mm-hmm. Will Wilson, Marguerite Bennett, Brendan Fletcher and Noelle Stevenson. Um, I'll make my, my case for Al Ewing. Um, Loki agent of Asgard mm-hmm. uh, has been a, a great, great series. He took over writing Loki from Kieran Gillen, and Kieran Gillen is a very, very difficult act to follow, especially a character he's written for so long and where he's been kind of the primary voice of this new Loki since its inception. Um Al Young took over and you know the series has not really missed a missed a step. He's kept the deep, um, layered things that that, 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 that that character had, the weird stuff that character used, and you know, he got himself through original sin on that um Uh, on the the tie-ins very well as well Um, and I just think it's been great you know Uh, and Bobby you obviously yeah well
2: he would be my not my wild card but Mm. he would have been my number five gotcha and he's on my other list too Mm. because Mighty Avengers was the best Avengers book that came out this year right so I'd have no problem with Al Ewing Mm. I'd second his nomination
0: hmm
1: who else do we have that's kind of that hasn't been represented? That, that I would
3: like to make a case for James Tinian. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, who's,
1: absolutely. Who's
3: kind of like the male equivalent of Marguerite, I think, right now, <laughs> um, and I think they actually hang out and table together as well. But um, he's been doing so much, and he has uh, two books with Boom. He has The Woods, which has been you know critically acclaimed by uh, well critics <laughs> and <laughs> fans alike too. Um, he has Mimetic. Oh, God, I love Mimetic so much. Pardon? I love Mimetic so (laughs) much. I haven't read that yet. (laughs) And um, he's also been working on, like, a lot of Bat titles. Yeah. And uh, he's actually a former student of Scott Snyder. Mm -hmm. Much like Marguerite Bennett. Yeah, uh, exactly. He's Um, an integral
0: part of Batman Eternal, which has been fantastic. Exactly,
3: yeah. And I think uh, he really deserves to be thrown on this list, too, because I I think Marguerite and James are going to be Again, like just huge names over the next couple of years, and um, to kind of disregard the stuff that he's doing as a newbie is just shameful. (laughs) Shameful,
1: I say. (laughs) Steve, do you have anything else? Uh, Was there any other names on the list we haven't talked about? There was Tom um, Taylor. I had mentioned Tom Taylor.
0: Um,
1: I mentioned
3: on our list last year though, was he?
0: No,
1: the only thing about Tom Taylor is he hasn't been nominated yet, so obviously he could be nominated. Mm -hmm. I feel like Tom Taylor broke out. Two years ago, and we just didn't notice it. Okay, yeah. that, that's the only reason why. Yeah, that's the only reason. That, yeah, uh, I, yeah only no, I'm
0: uh, I'm kind of climbing aboard the James Tinian train. I, uh, but I just, you know, to to Tom Taylor's credit, the reason that I put him on this list is just because of how much of a of an impact and how much joy I had out of reading Injustice, and I've really been enjoying. I mean, it's only been two issues, but what he's done with uh, Superior Iron Man. Mm-hmm. I've not read an Iron Man book until now. the The fact that he was writing it was the thing that got me to pick it up and um he's just recently announced unfortunately that he's leaving injustice and um brian buchelato mm. is now taking over um but he's gonna go on to do other you know big things or maybe even small things mm. um but he's a follow- he's a he's a writer that in this in this year he might have broken out a while ago but i'm now following him you know Know the word for fervently. Yeah, fervently is mm-hmm. good. All right, yeah, that's correct word. There you go, <laughs> yeah. fervently.
1: Uh, look, I feel more passionate about Al Ewing. Obviously, he was on my list. I I, I think what James Tinian is doing is, is mm-hmm. has been great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would have no problem sure putting him on there. Um, I I don't have a fight against James Tinian. Like I have nothing to say right. negatively against him in this in this case. Bring it, Bobby. I love. No, the like thing tell you, I, it's it's not going to end up on my best miniseries series list only because it's not done yet and only two issues have been out. But Mimetic... Is freaking awesome! It is. Cr- I need to read it that. It is crazy. Mm. It is. It is balls out crazy. I'm gonna get that tonight. Um, and the writing has been this perfect blend of um, uh, just in the the absolutely bizarre, but the also deadly serious, which is a very very difficult thing to do.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously
1: he's been working for a while now. We've seen him. He, he took his, 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 his he came up with Scott Snyder, and he um, he was working on Batman backups, and then he was sitting over some series that I don't think really flew. Yeah. Um but I think this year he's finally by going after the things I think that he believes in and think that he's really passionate about his creator own stuff, the woods and mimetic, stuff like that, I think he's really begun to mm-hmm. find his voice again. Yeah. Breaking I'm, out, maybe breaking out, <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, even though the um like the the cast of creators on the Batman Eternal, because it, it is a weekly book and because it is so big that the list of creators is very large. Uh, he and Scott Snyder usually have top billings for stories and scripts and stuff mm-hmm. like that, plots and whatnot. Um, and I mean, you know, there's of course, Scott Snyder's primary bat book and a slew of other bat books. But the daunting nature of picking up a book every week, like it is, I can honestly say that once it hit its stride that the Batman Eternal has been totally worth staying on, and just like injustice, every week is a cliffhanger, and a lot of that is due in part to james Tinian
2: all right awesome, so I think that's our that's our list then that's our five um, G willow Wilson, Marguerite Bennett, brendan Fletcher, Noel Stevenson, James Tinian the fourth
1: Hot dance right. all right. And that means that's going to wrap up our first Best of 2014 show. Um, if you guys want to get in touch with us, please give us your feedback. Podcast at uh, Facebook.com slash TalkingComics, or at TalkingComics on Twitter. Um, if you want to get in touch with us personally, I'm at Bobby
0: Shortle on Twitter. Steve? I am at Dead underscore anchorus. Stephanie?
1: I am at hello cookie. Bob, that email address.
0: BobRoyer at TalkingComicBooks.com.
1: <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening to this first Best Of show. Please send your feedback. But no, we're recording these all at the same time, so we won't be able to get to get to that feedback until yeah. three weeks from now. So <laughs> just remember that. We're not ignoring you. We just... It's it's impossible for us to talk about the emails and the tweets that you've sent in the, in the last uh, couple of weeks. Um, but that's going to do it for this week's Talking Comics. For Steve
0: Happy holidays and stay safe. Bob Merry Christmas. And
1: Stephanie A uh, Humbug. I have been Bobby until next time on Talking Comics to be continued.